If you like the Middle-Aged Man Talk podcast, consider giving us your support on Patreon. Hello and welcome to the Middle-Aged Man Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan. And I'm your other host, Richard. I almost forgot my name. Uh, it's, it's been a long week, Richard. Yeah, gonna, it has been. I'm going to allow it. I had um, one night this week where I got a security alert on the hour, every hour for the entire night. For what? They were, it was an NTLM attack against some endpoint and I couldn't figure out what the endpoint was. Yeah, no one knows what your magic Harry Potter words are. There was an NTLM, ABC, multiplication tables, uh, XYZ. Um, some things happened. I had to press some buttons, and everyone's fine now. Yeah, we, we, we Pop, we were... I just opened up a Chinese soda, and did it work? You should open one. They're good. So basically what happened was some numpty user um, plugged their laptop directly into the internet and then connected to VPN, and so the internet was... They, they were bridging our network with... The internet? the internet, kind of, yes, and so we saw all the attru- the attempts that from the internet to log into that computer. Problem was, I couldn't figure out which computer it was. So, so hold on. So, so what made your week long was you had someone who has like an office job, presumably, who doesn't know how to log into a computer properly with their VPN. A VPN, in case you know what it is, that's that magic thingy you have to log into your work's computer stuff network from home. I was going to say, I think most people know what a VPN they is. They do not. They've been, u- people... they've been using it for... <laughs> you mean my dongle? You mean my flash drive buttony password thing? Oh, you mean that funny thing I have to click on that looks like a world? Oh, you mean the new, the red world one? That's what people call it. People don't know what things are. So what is this pop? Anyways. I don't know what we're drinking. Arctic Ocean Passion Fruit Soda. It is Chinese. There's like a polar bear, kind of like the Klondike bar kind of polar yes, bear. Yes, it looks it, it looks almost exactly like the Klondike bar. I think it's like legally copyright distinct, but it's yeah, it's basically the same thing. It's called soda water, and it's passion fruit soda. Arctic Ocean pass, passion fruit. So there's passion. It's fruit. cold and refreshing. I think is there, the point. there's there, there's uh, passion fruit in the Arctic Ocean. I had passion fruit in Australia. It was really good. Wait, hold on. What are these? And they're chickpeas things. We're going to have Indian snacks from India, Chana Cracker. It's just uh, chickpeas, I think. Roasted whole, gram seasoned with spices. Crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. Yeah. Okay. They smell nice. They smell real nice. They smell good. Not, not too bad. Very dry. Yes. They make me thirsty for more drink. They're not bad. They kind of remind me of something. Like a paprika. They remind me of, oh, that Italian place in town that makes the fresh focaccia bread. There's something about this that reminds me of this. That way, that place smells. The yeast, the focaccia, the yeast smell, the fresh baked bread. So focaccia has olive oil, garlic, and then spices, which is usually garlic, parmesan. Could be good garlic in this, I think. Yeah, a lot of Indian stuff has garlic. I like Indian foods. Indian foods are a good thing. Yeah. So what should we talk about? Transgendered issues. <laughs> well, it's not. It's not. Hey, what will make the internet angry? It's kind of a mellow episode now, isn't it? Yes. What can we talk about that's thoughtful? Thoughtful. Not COVID, not the Ukraine, something else. Mansca- right. Manscaping. Not manscaping. <laughs> I like it. Let's talk about manscaping. So what man have you escaped recently? No, is it, I, Wait, I, you use the same trimmers 
for down there that you do on your beard? Yeah, what's wrong with that? I guess it's fine. <laughs> Pre-shower, post-shower. Pre-shower. Yeah, it's fine. I clean them anyways. I clean them anyways. That, that's the thing. Most guys, if you have clippers for your face, you're like, ah, I can tidy it up a little. Now i got to even it up. I've gone too far. Now it itches. Every, everyone who has ever like trimmed their own manscapings has gone too far. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Unequivocally gone too far. How much personal detail do I want to give about my uh, hair situation? Your 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 missing your uh, misadventures down there? Eh, they weren't really adventures. They're misadventures. Eh, I was trying to give myself a haircut. I was like, well, why stop up top top? Why stop up top? Let's mm-hmm. move downstairs. No, it's uh, for me. It was I came to a realization at one point. It's like, okay, well, I like it when my wife is nice and you know tidy, tidy. <laughs> and so I'm like, isn't that a devil standard that you know? And so it was basically it was a it was a this is a polite thing to do. Like if I if I expect her to you know keep up a certain appearance, then I should that's right reciprocate. So what's actually interesting is it's actually good to have so much. Um, it's good to have so much hair down there. The reason is apparently people who are, uh, like you and I are both, what's the opposite of promiscuous? Monogamous. Married? <laughs> no, unfortunately no, it is not. Um, there, there's enough, enough exceptions that you can't say monogamous. Right. Not only each other, though. Um, <laughs> well, I don't, podcast, our, I don't podcast with anyone else. That's right. <laughs> We're in a mon- monogamous podcasting relationship. Yes. Yes, I don't podcast with anyone else. <laughs> uh, we need to talk. We need to talk a lot. <laughs> Let's go to your favorite restaurant. And uh, who's this other guy with a microphone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my. But um, apparently for people who are into the whole, you know, Tinder and grinder and meeting other people, what's interesting is that uh, actually having so much uh, coverage – down, downstairs um, actually helps prevent the transmission of things because when you're, how can I say it, smooth, there's actually more like micro cracks or, you know, from all the activity and you can actually transfer. Yeah, there, there are certain STDs that are more transmissible if there is like nicks and cuts and stuff like that. Things like herpes. Um, yeah, I don't really know about any of these things. I'm, I'm very boring monogamous. No, I, I took sex ed, sex ed in my Catholic school. And Where you but, watch a nun and a priest have sex with each other. No, but I did my own research. Because they always tell you in sex ed class, they're like, and the man gets an erection and he puts his penis in the woman's vagina. They never talk about any of the like mechanics of like positions. They also talk a lot about STDs and pregnancy and and stuff like that. And it's just, uh, but of course, for me, I'm, I'm one of these guys that when I hear something, I'm like, okay, how does that work? So how does that work? The Karma Sutra, page 37. How does that Have work? you ever looked at the Karma Sutra? <laughs> yes. I, I, I found it in the library um, when I was a bit, probably 14 or 15. If it's an actual Indian publication with the drawings, right? Th- this, this, this was a obviously a reproduction. It wasn't like the original Karma Sutra. So it was if a, you have the original-ish or I'll say authentic drawings, the expressions of the faces always get me. They're always like... 
we're happy. It's like every commercial for like a drugstore ever. <gasps> this is so convenient. This is, oh, this is, a, I'm like, her leg is all the way up there. And their expressions are like, convenient, happy. And I thought, no, I think there'd be a little more grunting or something. I don't know. The, uh, I don't trust the expressions on the faces of the Karma Sutra. I, I don't know where I found a copy. Someone had a copy somewhere. And I started looking at it. And then they were like, that's my roommates. And I was like, sure. And I was like, sure, what's, her, what's, her, what's her name? <laughs> and they were like, oh, no, it's a guy. I'm like, oh, never mind. <laughs> he's, gay. he's gay. Why does he have this? I don't think it works for gay people the same way. Is there a gay Karma Sutra? Uh, I'm sure there is. But it's, you know, it's... But it's not done by the Indians, as in it's it's a, it'd be a modern uh, recreation. It would be a modern. But what uh, culture would make a gay Karma Sutra? There is a a area of Iran where Iran, yes, of all places, with all those Arabic Muslims and Persians who don't care for Arabic Muslims. Yes, I think this is in the more Persian side. There's a there's a small there's a relatively. I was reading about this recently. In Iran. In Iran. A gay community, I take it? Um, as in, you know, this has been culture, they've been culturally practicing gay sex as part, as a regular thing from almost all guys. Um, all guys or all gay guys? No, all guys. This is like for hundreds of years. So basically, guys will fool around with each other well, and then also get a wife and have kids. Yes. So it's like ancient but, Rome. But the, um, the, the status comes from, your male partners, not from your female partners. The married status, not the married status. The the community status. The the guy who has who has more um, young bucks on his uh, in his household. It sounds like sex with women is for procreation, not for pleasure. Sex with men is for pleasure. Um, it kind of sounds like the Castro in San Francisco in the seventies. And the 80s, and the 90s, and the... Well, you get the idea. Do you want more tea? Yes. We're also drinking uh, Richard's favorite... Milk tea. Japanese milk tea, which is basically the um, Kieran brand's take on... British lef tea. Leftover British tea. Yeah. It's room temperature. Um, I saw it there today at the Asian Grocery. They had one bottle left. I'm like, I'll have that. Richard likes this. I've done pretty good tonight. Yep. So the, the soda pop's kind of weird, but it's not really even a soda pop, though. It's a soda water. It's like a... It's like a fizzy water with a mm -hmm. flavor flavoring. I don't know if I'd buy it again specifically, but certainly not bad. I actually really liked it. Don't know what's in it. Probably all the regular things that go in these kinds of drinks. But um, no, we've uh, well, let's see. It has two percent of something, and three percent of something, and one percent of something. Sold. But seeing as it's not in English, I don't know what. Yeah, it is funny with all the Asian brands how they'll have like some English, like the brand. Soda water. You go, oh, okay. There's another brand down below, actually, in Chinese characters, which might be, like, you know, the overall company brand name. But it is interesting how they throw a little bit of English labeling on to make them look kind of trendy or international or cool. But then all the actual important stuff is all in their language. But if there was a culture, Richard, I guess that's the one, this sub-Iranian culture or pocket cultural community. They're the ones that would do the the gay Karma Sutra for men. Yes. This was this is similar to the the way that the uh, Spartans apparently, yeah, the Greeks, the Romans. Yeah. So that's kind of that's kind of weird. The things you know about the history of homosexuality, homosexual culture around the world. I have no world. idea where I ran into that. 
thing. It was just sort of like... That's fun. a weird fun fact. Yes. That'd be a great podcast. Gay Facts. Gay, gay facts. facts. Gay Facts. Gay Facts. It's a terrible name. Gay Facts? It, gay Facts? Um, is that like... That's a terrible name for... But like, a podcast about, you know, facts about gays from around the world. It's like Gay Facts. Would that be like faxing, you know, gay, gay pornography? A Gay Facts. Uh, they're... <laughs> It's like a rainbow-colored thing. This is hard yeah. to read. Can we just do black on white? Would that be that'd be better? That, that, that's a, that's a niche uh, fetish. Black on get, white. Yeah, black on white. Oh my! You're in an interracial gay relationship. That's right. <gasps> What's that from? That was that movie that wasn't great. <laughs> like ninety percent of them. <laughs> um, oh, you know, there's the Kingsman ones. You know those Kingsman movies where it's like. British spy yes, yes. things. It's the one where who's the guy in it who's like the senior spy, the older spy. Yeah, I, I um, he gets Gene a, Hackman. No, it's not Gene Hackman. No. He's uh, he's English. Okay. He's the oh, guy from yeah. all those British movies. Um, he was in. He's that guy that women love. My mom's like all got eyes for him. She's like he's so handsome. Uh, Colin Firth. Colin Firth. His role in that one. He. He ends up in this church in the deep south, and they've really gone over the top. I can't remember if they're snake handlers or not, or they handle snakes. It's one of those kind of weird Christian offshoots in America. Um, but they're, like, super over-the-top, far-right-wing Christian. They hate gay people. They hate everyone who's not white. They hate Jews. They hate all, you know, everyone. And Colin Firth somehow ends up in this place, and they were using this church. They locked the doors on the outside, like the supervillain, and he had some sort of gas or drug that would, like... Be dispensed in the air, I think. Yeah, and everyone would attack. And everyone's fight. everyone's like violent, attacking each yeah. other. So of course, because Colin Firth is like super English, super agent fighter spy, he's able to like kill everyone and get out alive. Um, but he's there, and he's like, "Where am I? What is this place?" And he wakes up there or something, yeah. and this, uh, and he hears what's going on. And this woman's like, "Who are you?" And he has this really long, witty remark about how I can't remember, but somehow he tied in like how he has like a gay interracial partner and their adopted Asian Jewish baby or it was just like this ridiculously yeah. excellent movie line. He delivered it perfectly. And it reminded me of a time in my life when uh, Mormons tried to talk to me. So this is their fault. I was downtown in front of the bakery that I like, you know the one. And they're my buddy from work. You know that guy. And we're sitting there, I'm eating a Danish and the Mormons come up to us. He's like young guys. They're like 17, 18. They're trying to do their, their mission. They're two years abroad. And they got stuck in Ontario, Canada from, I don't know, I think they were... Utah? S- no, not Utah. I think they were from... Uh, where's the Indy 500? Where's NASCAR? NASCAR country. Yeah, because I, I got him talking. He was from NASCAR country. Um, Kentucky-ish? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Anyway. I was, Kentucky's horse racing, but... Kentucky Derby? Where, where's NASCAR? That's Indi- not- Indianapolis? Indianapolis, yeah, but... Where's, it, the, where's Indianapolis? <laughs> I, I don't know where all the NASCAR like, countries, all the NASCAR states are, but he's from he's from one of the NASCAR states. Anyway, I like NASCAR. Anyway, so, uh, and NAS truck. I love NAS truck because I invented it. When I was first watching NASCAR, I said to someone, they should do NAS truck. I think people would like like pickup trucks, but like NASCAR style. And my, my friend was very incredulous. Yeah, <laughs> they have that. That's a big deal. We're watching that next. I was like, what? I was like, and, and, and then you were like, 
And then I put an onion on my belt because that was the fashion. And then of I the put day. an onion on my belt because that was the fashion at the time. <laughs> I see you go down your third rabbit trail. <laughs> I was looking for the Kaiser. Um, so let's all get back to Colin Firth and his wonderful line in that movie that wasn't very good. What were we talking about before that? <laughs> Gay Karma Sutra. Yes, that's that, that's where we were. But it was like your but your rabbit I'm trail. Rabbit had, trailing yeah. down. Oh yeah. So it reminded me this line. I'm talking to this this Mormon guy, and he's like, oh, this is a great place to eat. I'm thinking, you can't afford to eat here. This is a fancy European bakery. There's no – you're going to go to the fast food coffee shop because that's where I went at your age. Anyway, so this guy, he's talking to us. I'm trying to be nice and, like, trying to do the body language thing, like, thank you. Thank you very much. And he's like, oh, can we talk to you about, you know, and I'm like, I don't know. I'm fine. So I kind of get into it with him, talk to him about stuff. And I start making up some of my life. And my, my buddy from work, you know, who like, he's like Millhouse from The Simpsons. That's the way he looks. And he's that kind of nerdy. kind. Of, he's very good at his job. He's an IT guy. But he's kind of a Millhouse type. I have said this to his face many times. So I can say it on the internet. Because he probably finds it amusing. He does. And he's like, ah, it's true. Fair enough. So anyway, um, he's just there eating like a sandwich, you know, drinking a drink. And I'm talking to this guy. And I start saying how, like, oh, my, you know, my one parent is Christian and one's Jewish. He's like, what? Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm half Jewish. half I'm not at all. I'm half Protestant, half Catholic, which is probably worse uh, somehow. <laughs> well, if you're Irish. If you're Irish, which I am. Uh, <laughs> any, any case. Back to the onions on my belt. So this guy, but when I told him this, just as a matter of factly, my buddy's next to me. He's like, I saw his eye kind of go up. Oh, I didn't think your mom was Jewish, but I don't know. I don't care. And this guy from, you know, NASCAR country was like, what? But how can you have, like, two parents that are, like, from different places? I'm like, well, that's just how people marry. And are married. It doesn't matter. It's not a big deal. And he couldn't wrap his head around the fact that I, you know, it was all a lie. But he, he thought it was true. He could not wrap his head around the fact that you could have two parents of different, significantly different religions. And let's be honest, Judaism and Christianity aren't that different. My sister's married to a Jewish man. There you go. So it's not that different because, like, the Old Testament is the Jewish Bible, in a nutshell. Uh, so, but this guy was like, what? And it was really interesting for me, that kind of perspective that people actually have, that concept that a family, that parents could be from different worlds religiously, had never occurred to him. It was a foreign concept. And I thought, that's crazy that that's a foreign concept to you. When I think about all the media and the TV and how many sitcoms, you know, were the Mom's this and the dad's that, and what, and there's all kinds of things. Heck, you, it can it can sometimes even work if the they're Democratic and Republicans. <laughs> it's a lot harder though than you know you know someone who's a Muslim and someone who's a Jew or you know. That's probably. I mean, I have I have a, I have a Muslim buddy who's dating a Jewish girl one summer. And he's like, "Don't tell my dad," because <laughs> <laughs> his dad's from one of those like I won't say which one because I'll give it away. But his dad's from one of those like very Muslim-y countries in the Middle East. And although his dad married a white Christian lady, not <laughs> whatever, yeah, he he would like he would be upset. What's funny about Ramadan is my buddy, he was like the only Muslim he knew growing up, there were money kicking around. Everyone would be like, oh Ramadan when it was like in like November, close to Christmas time frame, because it moves around a bit. But he'd be like, yeah, thanks. Because everyone, everyone would say to him, everyone would say, hey, man, oh, happy Ramadan, like like happy Hanukkah or Merry Christmas. And he's like, it's like Lent. It's like the Catholic Lent for I Muslims. Saw, I saw someone on Facebook post this Lent, post, happy Lent. I'm like, 
You don't get lead, do you? Easter is happy because there are eggs for some reason. Easter is happy only Easter Monday. The rest of it's sad. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, once I had to explain to um, a buddy of mine, another buddy, who, he's a Persian guy, so he grew up kind of with like the Muslim thing, but his family didn't really care about it. He had moved to Canada later in life. He, He actually was educated in the States as a young man, then went back to Iran. Then his Iran got terrible, more terrible and terrible. He got his family and his daughters out, and he came to Canada, because he wanted his daughters to be people, and that was a big motivation to leave his country. Anyway, having said all that, nice guy, restaurateur, had a nice little breakfast, you know, shop, and I would go in there regularly, get a coffee, get breakfast, like you do in a breakfast shop, and... I got to know him, and he asked me, um, they were only open for three or four months, and Easter happened, and he asked me, what's Easter? Because, like, we tried to go to the store and get more supplies for more supplies for the restaurant, and everything was closed. Like, why? Everything is shut down. Why is it all shut down? I'm like, oh, well, it's like a holiday. It's Easter. He's like, yeah, so what is Easter? I'm like, well, it's the Christian holiday of how, you know, Christ died and came back to life, in a nutshell. Yes. And he's like, yeah, okay, I get that right. Jesus, okay, sure. So why are there you know, bunnies and chickens and eggs? But why are there bunnies like laying eggs and chocolate? I was like, oh, do you know what pagans are? He's like, what's that? That's like an old religion from like England. And he's like, oh, do they still do it? No, they don't do it anymore. It was like human sacrifice. Oh, in England? Well, it wasn't England yet. And I'm trying to explain what pagans yeah. were. Basically... It was an old religion of white people, and the god Esther was the god of fertility. So when all the Christians want to convert all the pagans to Christianity, they're like, oh, it's Easter, just like Esther. Have eggs, bunnies, fertile creatures, and that's why. It has nothing to do with Christ dying and coming back to life. It was just a total sales job to get the white British pagans to become Christians. And that's why it works. Oh, my God, that's why we have lights at Christmas, the pagan festival of lights. That's why they moved Christmas to December. He's like, oh, okay. And then he had other questions. I was like, this is so hard. Because he doesn't have the cultural yeah. like background to understand it all. Like, he figured he's a smart guy. He went and read some things. He's like, okay, Easter, I get it. That means I can't go to the store in these two days to get stuff for the restaurant. What's interesting is that Good Friday is when everything is closed. Easter Monday, not so much. Like universities? Almost all universities schedule, at least will have midterms scheduled on Easter Monday. That seems weird because we are in a Christian Judaic country. Yes, but this has been a, been a long way of it. Like my mom said, that it was like that when she was at university. So it's a long-standing. Yeah, <coughs> clear our throats. <laughs> oh, we didn't do any um, silence we, yet. Let's do ten seconds of silence. I always thought it'd be funny if one was farted really loudly during the ten seconds of silence. <laughs> silence. The ten seconds of silence. I just thought it'd be funny if your wife came out then to like check on us, and she's like, "Why are you guys just sitting there staring at the laptop with the thing? Like, it's not like a video." It's well, like, it's because it'd be it's a lot less awkward to sit there in silence staring at the laptop than sit there in silence staring at each other. When we talk, we look at each other, but the ten true. seconds of silence, we never look at each other. We can't do that. Well, we only do that so it's uh, good for noise reduction yes. on the soundtrack. That is a technical concern. Um, are we winding this one down or winding this one down? I think we're winding this one down, you know. So what did we talk about tonight? We're I don't know. I just rambled and drank tea. I don't know what I said. You talked about... This This is the Bunny Trails episode. I kind of just talked at you about yeah. things. This is the Bunny Trails episode. Persians don't know what Easter is, generally speaking. 
And nor should they need to know. Oh, NAS truck. NAS truck's awesome. Awesome. Love love NAS truck. Um, What else? Um, Uh, Mormons don't necessarily have a good view of the differences in their own society. Uh, there, there was also the gay village thing, the gay karma. Oh, there's a gay village in Iran. But we, closing my return, we came back to Good. Iran with yep. a story about a guy from there in Easter. Uh, there's a gay village in Iran. Well, they're not really gay exactly. No, it's uh, homoerotic. The homoerotic yeah. village in Iran. Culturally uh, homoerotic. Culturally homoerotic. What is your phone doing? I've muted it. Cool. Well, uh, that's about it. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good evening, everyone. Remember how we were talking about tattoos? No. A way back, while back? No. Oh. <laughs> Middle-aged man talk. Thank you so much for listening. Please check us out on Patreon. <laughs> Woof.